All right. Welcome, everyone. Welcome to Podcast 46. Today we are diving into the oil for surrendering pain. Empower Your Oils, it's essentially magic, a podcast bringing play and magic together with a saucy twist. Hosted by Gina Garris and Janet Bergen, this podcast will empower you to bring more play into your life, encourage you to experiment, and think outside the box to awaken the magic and bring your essential oil use to a whole new level. Oh, and we'll also be serving up some seriously delicious libations each episode. This podcast is powered by the use of Deuterra essential oils. Please empower yourself with your own research and knowledge. For more detailed information on how to properly use Deuterra essential oils, visit empoweryouroils.com. Hey everyone, it's Gina, and we are excited to be with you today. We're talking about the oil for surrendering pain, which is actually the empowerment of doTERRA's deep blue, our infamous deep blue oil. And it is also known as the soothing blend. So one thing about deep blue is that you cannot ingest the oil or the cream. We, there is a polyphenol uh, caplet. Are those called caplets? Caplet thing? Um, gel cap, tablet, it's not a tablet. Well, they're in veggie caps. Veggie caps. Okay. Anyway, so we, we have, there is a form of deep blue that you can ingest, but the oil itself is not ingestible. So if you follow us on a regular basis, you know, we come to the table, the pod with a libation made with the oils and, um, today's a freebie. And so I am call I'm drinking something I'm calling Gigi Soother, which is Prosecco. For most of you that follow us on a regular basis, you know I love Prosecco. And I didn't put vanilla vodka in it today. I put Chambord. And then I also put a little toothpick dip of rosemary. And um, I loved rosemary because I kind of chose it because emotionally it went a little bit along with what Deep Blue does as um well hmm you're going to learn more about this in the in the ritual part of it but basically rosemary is the oil of knowledge and transition and it helps you to um go into the space of your true knowledge and true intellect and i thought that was really cool so as we talk more about um getting into, well, as we talk more, you're going to understand why I chose Rosemary. So yay. <laughs> I'm going to shut up now so you can talk. Cool. Well, this is Janet. And um, I came to the table today with the, my Surrender Smash. And it is, um, I took a peach and chopped it up and put it at the bottom of my glass and put a little simple syrup in there and kind of muddled it up just a little bit. And then I added whipped cream vodka and one drop of Lang Lang doTERRA oil and some club soda. And it was really pretty darn good. Hmm. I, I liked it. 
and it was interesting. I'd never, I'd heard, I think smashes are kind of getting trendy lately. And so I decided I was going to try one. So is it called a smash? Cause you just smash up all the fruit. Yeah. Hmm. I guess so. so. So you cut it up and you muddled it together. Like muddle, like to me, muddle is when you could like a mojito and you like. Yeah, you kind of smash everything up. Yeah, cool. But you don't have to smash it very much, just a little bit. So it's just a little juicy. So you don't have to get a tenderizer thing or anything like that. No. Huh. I mean, I guess you can if you want to, but. (laughs) So, So tell me about this whipped cream vodka. Does it taste like vanilla? Is it vanilla whipped cream? What's it taste like? Did you did you have any little sippy sip just straight? Yeah. Um it weirdly kind of tastes just like whipped cream. Whipped cream. It's a little a tiny bit vanilla y, probably not enough for you. But (laughs) but I'm thinking vanilla vodka and whipped cream vodka together on some sort of delicious thing like, you know, club soda would be incredible. Oh, yeah, that would be really fun. Mm -hmm. It's like a way that I can have cream without the milk. That is a <laughs> that is a vegan's delight right there. Whipped cream vodka. I mean, I think every vegan needs to have that in their in their um, you know medicine cabinet. In their meals every day. Or in, in their yeah, in their that even better in their meals every day. Use it uh, as dressing on your salad. <laughs> <laughs> there was this old song. I think this band called infectious grooves and they they had a song I, you've heard me sing and i know because every time i hear whipped cream it's whipped cream put it all over your body whipped cream <laughs> anyway do you remember me singing that yes yes i know you hate it every time i hear whipped cream i got that's all i gotta do is that was the funniest dang song one of these days i'm gonna find that album so i can play it for all my friends who are annoyed that i say that every time there's whipped cream around <laughs> Ah, whipped cream. So okay. what's your favorite use of deep blue? Miss I thought Nina? you were going to say whipped cream. And so then I was like, oh my God, you're putting me on the spot. What is my favorite use of whipped cream? Okay, no, back to deep. Back to the podcast. Back to the podcast. <laughs> Do not cut this out. Okay, so, um, oh my God, I could not get through a moon cycle, which if you don't know what that is, it's my period or a month, women's monthly cycle without deep blue. I have um, pretty intense cramps and I could not live without Clary Calm, first of all, but I will put Clary Calm on my belly and then I will um, top it with deep blue and it is um yeah it's like I don't know I've fallen in love with it and I I I use it a lot more once I started using it once a month I started just kind of realizing how what what how, how much it really really does help so um I use it a lot of different other ways but that is probably my favorite and most used way to use deep blue so I just put it right on my belly and then if they're super intense you can put a heat pack on it and have extra like extra heat like infuse it deeper inside which is cool nice yeah what do you use it for well I use it for all sorts of different things but I think really my favorite thing is to use the um the deep blue polyphenol complex, the dietary supplement. And I kind of use it as kind of preventative. So like 
when I went to my one of my six days of yoga teacher training, I just decided to start taking it ahead of time, and I took it two or three times a day, all the time during there, just so I could not be so tight and uncomfortable. So I kind of use it as like a preventative maintenance thing almost. So wait, so you took it, you started taking it before you went to, to teacher training and then you took it every day also while you were there, right? Yeah. Okay, great. I mean, and then do you take it twice a day? Like you take the vitamins, right? So you take them in the morning at night. Do you take it twice a day or did you, did you take it once a day? I was doing it twice a day. Right, because you're on the floor. Like your hips are so... Yeah, anyway. you're sitting for six days cross-legged on a floor. Yeah, I don't think anybody can ever be used to that. I keep thinking it's going to get better, but it doesn't. <laughs> uh, it does, it does, it does. Okay, let me ask you this. Then did you also use the topical deep blue or the deep blue essential oil, or do you pretty much just use the polyphenol? Oh, no, I definitely was using the rub. Okay, and do you like the rub or the oil better? I tend to use the rub more. Yeah, me too. And I meant to say that when I did that, that I um, I actually love the convenience of the roll-on and I have one in my purse. But um, I tend to use the, the cream a lot more as well. And here's a little hot tip. If you didn't know this, there is one bottle of deep blue, five milliliters deep blue in each bottle of cream. Did you know that, Janet? I did not know that. I love it when I teach you stuff. I love it when I teach you stuff. Um, yeah, so that's really cool. So the only difference is that it's in a cream and it is um, a little bit more spreadable, but you get, you're getting the same amount of um, oil in the four ounce bottle as, um, as well as the five ml. So that's kind of cool. I love that. That is cool. I didn't, I mean, I realized there was deep blue oil in there, but I didn't know how much. Yep. You got a whole bottle. And then I don't know for any of you who may not know, you can get the gallon. I think it's a gallon. Is it a gallon? You can it's get the a great big, a great big bottle. <laughs> the industrial size. So it's for like body workers and, and chiropractors and, um, or, you know, super athletes, like a lot of people who own a gym might um, have it in their gym, but it's, it's an industrial size. So it's really amazing physically. And there's all sorts of just great ways, like after you, you know, to like massage your body after a workout. There's really great things about that. But do you want to tell them a little bit about the, um, what it does for you emotionally? Well, it's, it's really to um, help you kind of stop avoiding the emotions that underlie the, underlie the pain. And it kind of makes you want to work through the pain instead of totally shoving it down and ignoring it. So it's kind of helped to see your way through the pain almost, kind of lean into it and maybe see what's going on with it. Mm -hmm. I think it says the, um, I think the word that I thought was really key for me, it can teach you to be the observer of the pain. Mm. So the observer of the pain rather than becoming identified with the pain. The one thing I, in, the, in our favorite book, The Emotions, an essential oils book by Enlightened Healing, who are not our sponsors, but we love, love, love them. The one thing that I, stood out to me, what they said was, 
it teaches individuals to accept and tolerate their pain. And it reveals the possibility that pain is not cruel or bad, but is simply a teacher. Oh, that's so good. It's so, you know, I think that, you know, we all have the pain in some ways or some way or another. And it's like, what, what's it screaming at you to learn? <laughs> right. It's talking to you. Your body's talking to you. And yeah. sometimes it screams and sometimes it's just like poking at you. Yeah. Wow. So this takes you from like resistance to pain, avoidance of emotional issues, hysteria in painful situations to strength, accepting painful experiences, soothed, serene, cool headed and embracing. And em the embracing part is kind of what will lead us into our ritual. And um, we're both really big finding the gift of the pain and and it's not just pain physical but that's really cool and that's kind of what we're uh, leaning towards here but you can even say like I just worked with someone the other day and she was really angry she had um, I think her sister was passing away and they didn't they haven't talked in a really really long time and she's like she can go through and count on her hands all these things that were horrible 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 and I just had her kind of re reframe like what was the gift so this lady blew smoke on you when you were two or you know when you were growing up and so you've never smoked cigarettes like that's actually really a true gift like you can hang on to this space of um this pain and atrocity that might have happened to you, but the gift out of it was like, oh my gosh, you've never smoked cigarettes. I think that's a true gift because I smoked cigarettes and it was hard to stop. So um, we're kind of like asking you to do that today. So what is the gift of your pain and what is it to surrender, which is two very separate questions, but it's really kind of being the observer and being super, super curious. And looking at what is the gift, so we'll take the first question first, which is, um, what's the gift of your pain? So do you have a situation or are you in physical pain? So the situation could be, I'm going through a divorce right now. The physical pain could be, I have had a frozen shoulder. Um, so one example for me is my, my moon. Like, what is the gift? So in my moon cycle, um, my gift is that it's a reminder for me to relax. Like I need to stop moving. In the olden days, the red tents, women would actually go to a whole separate place and they would stop. They would physically stop working and cooking and taking care of the children and they would, they would rest. And I feel like when I go, 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 my body tells me now is it's time to rest. So, well, and for me, if it's a situational pain or emotional pain or something like if you really hate your job so much that you like have physical pain, like I know I've said this probably a thousand times before, but, you know, I used to drive to work and by the time I got 20 minutes to work, I had a huge knot in my stomach every day. Well, what's your body telling you? It's like, what the fuck are you doing? that you're forcing yourself to go do something that causes you pain every day. And so I think it's also, you know, the gift out of that might be, oh, I need to pay attention and go do something different with my life. Or have better boundaries. Or right? have better boundaries. It's not like we're telling you that if you hate your job and you get sick every day, 
like it's it's just really like literally take it could be it very well could be like you need a new fucking job but it could also be like whoa you know I get so sick because I feel like this one boss has it out for me and I'm walking on eggshells and so maybe it's an opportunity for you to have a conversation or to stand stand in your truth or to not let someone um, push you over and again, um, you know, Amy Smith, we love her. Uh, you don't have to be a dick about it. You can always be kind <laughs> and, and, and graceful when you stand in your boundaries. And so um, yeah. we, thank, we thank Amy for that all of the time. Um, just like you don't have to be a dick. We can always be kind and compassionate and graceful when we stand solid in our truth of who we are. So and maybe. Say? I was just going to say, and maybe, yeah, you don't have to quit your job for sure. Um, but, you know, just, yeah, what's, what's that saying to you? It's like that inner knowing mm-hmm. of, oh, this is what's going on. Yeah. You know, it could be you have something really physically wrong with you, but usually it's tied to some kind of emotional pain or something too. For sure. And, and I just think, yeah having good boundaries always helps. When I started having better boundaries at work, that pain went away. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And so it's really like leaning into it just to see what it has to tell you. And so whether it's a, a situation or a physicalness, just really leaning in or going to that space of being the observer and stepping outside and, and seeing if you can look at it with, with fresh eyes or look at it for through a different lens and, um, and then it's like, can you embrace it? So with physical pain, for sure, can you embrace and accept that your body is experiencing the sensation of what you're in your mind calling pain? Um, and, and it's interesting because oftentimes when people can accept it, um, oftentimes the pain actually dissipates and goes away. So play with this whole thing of um, what is the gift looking at it from an observer can you embrace it and then um, the the last thing oh you have you tell them what you think the gift is well I think the gift is the you know, knowing what's, why the pain is there and what's it saying to me. And so the gift could be, oh, well, you don't have to do this same way. You know, like if you're have carpal tunnel and you sit at your computer and do weird things all day, you don't have to sit that exact way. You know, you can learn to do it a different way or something. So Mm -hmm. it's kind of, it's like an educational moment for yourself so the answers are the gifts of what you come up with yeah. on what you need to know. Yeah, and I love this physical statement that you always say, pain is the information giver. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so pain is the information giver. And so it's like knowing that if someone is in pain, there is it is an opportunity to receive information because it's trying to talk to you. Um, so that's kind of cool. And then... If you want to go deeper, a a really interesting question is what is it to surrender? Like, what is your definition? What does it mean to you? Because there's a lot of people who like believe that if they quit 
if they be still, if they take a day off that they're like weak or they're bad or they're irresponsible, like what are, what are, what are the beliefs that you have and this relax into, um, so anyway, oftentimes our pain can just be really huge reminders. So um, we hope that this was informational for you and that you will take an opportunity next time you're in a tough situation or you're in a tough experience to just be like, what is, what is the gift? You know, like an experience Janet gave me once was with her headache. It really was a reminder to just relax and to breathe or her body. She's got celiac disease when she eats gluten, like she gets a definite answer that that is not going to work for her. And it is like immediate. And so it's always just a gentle reminder. And um, to me, what would the gift be out of your celiac? Like what is, what is the gift for you? I don't eat wheat and lots, I don't eat lots of, you know, cookies and bread and all that kind of stuff. That's really not that good for you. Uh, do you think that's really a gift? I do. I know you do. I, I, I'm like, oh my God, I've been such a bread baby, bread baby. No, I'm with you. I think that is absolutely a total gift. And it's your body forcing you to, um, it is, it's forcing you to be healthier. Yeah, it's taking care of yourself. Yeah, yeah for sure. And, and I think the best thing to remember about all this is that to not make pain the bad guy. Mm, that's nice. I mean, and also when you're making pain in your body, the bad guy, you're making your body the bad guy. Right. It's kind of sending all these negative things to back to yourself. For sure. For sure. Yeah. So we didn't necessarily tell you to um, use deep blue when you do the ritual, but you're more than welcome to. It um, certainly does enhance that space, the emotional the emotional giving you strength and accepting the painful experience and to, to soothe yourself and, and be more embracing. So I um, would, I would suggest if you have a certain place on your body that has lots of pain to maybe put the deep blue there before you yeah. ask the questions. Yeah, for sure. And for kind sure. of pay attention to that, that place. Yep. Give it some attention and some love and some listening. Yep. So it's kind of a twofold ritual. First, it was just like, do you have a situation or, or physical pain? And just looking at it through the eyes of what is the gift of that experience or pain. And then um, if it's a situation, asking yourself, why do you stay or continue to be sick? Um, can you lean into it and see what it has to tell you? Can you embrace it? Can you accept it? Do you have... Um, do you have an example of when the pain goes away? That's kind of an interesting thing too, is to just really be aware of like, oh yeah, when I'm in the bathtub, um, I have no pain. At, you know, like that, that has an answer for you too. Is it the water? Is it the submersion? Is it the heat? Is it the, is it that you're relaxing? I mean, there's a lot of different things that can go into that whole aspect too. So um, really just start to get to know yourself. And then the second part is what is it to surrender to you? And no, no shitty judgment here, um, self-judgment. It's just, what is it? And start being exploratory with what it is to let go. And, and something I, that I just heard and makes total sense is surrendering is not quitting. Hmm. It's not, you're not giving up. You're not quitting. You're surrendering into it. Hmm. 
nice. so you can't give yourself your itty shitty bitty committee bitty committee <laughs> whatever that itty bitty shitty committee, shitty committee. <laughs> yeah. hilarious can't get on you about surrendering because you're not giving up and you're not quitting you're just kind of embracing it and seeing what's going to happen cool Yay. Well, we of course want to hear how things go for you this week and see your rituals are going for you. Please reach out to us, empoweryouroils.com. Our email is playwithus at empoweryouroils.com. You can find us on Facebook, on Instagram, on Pinterest. And we look forward to seeing you next week. Cheers. Bye. Please visit EmpowerYourOils.com for information on purchasing Deutera Essential Oils to receive fun free downloads and even a variety of not-so-free products. If you love this podcast and you look forward to hearing more from us and possibly receiving more free goodies, please, please sign up for our smell mail. Hint, hint. That means... Sign up for our email list. We are not doctors, scientists, rocket scientists, or even bartenders. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Please use wisdom and consider all safety information from a competent reference book regarding essential oil use. There are some oils that should never be taken internally, and alcohol doesn't change that. Some oils should not be applied directly to the skin without a carrier oil. Ensure the oils you are using are of the highest standards of quality. Essential oils can be much more potent than herbs, so a little goes a long way. Use caution when using essential oils for babies and children, as they have highly sensitive skin and require less oil. If you are pregnant or nursing, consult a licensed healthcare professional before applying the essential oils. As always, drink responsibly and don't drive. If you happen to drink too much, try the hair of the dog or a shot of water with two drops of ginger, one drop each of lavender and lemon. Ciao.